This is the word to go, yo, yo, yo. Hey, everyone. This is Mickey James. And SoCal Bow. And Lisa Marie Barron. And you're listening to Grown Ass Women Podcast. That's right, Godcast. If you love our weekly YouTube show, you're going to love our audio version. So grab a cocktail, slip into something more comfortable, and get ready to dish with us totally unfiltered. So get ready for the Godcast in three, two, one. to another episode of Guat TV. Yeah. All you gorgeous people, all you gorgeous people. Hey, don't forget to, um, like when you have a question, hashtag Guat TV, right guys? Hashtag, Mickey, hashtag, hey, okay. hashtag. And don't forget to click that subscribe button. Very important. And then you can enable notifications, click that bell, and don't forget to like like we really appreciate it always make a comment below so how we can make our show better but don't forget to hashtag the god tv that's right we're very interactive here at god tv and speaking of being interactive we want to give a shout out to all of our patrons of patreon.com slash god tv and every single week all of our patrons are welcome to join us on the after party so this show is great but guess what the party goes on to patreon at the top of the hour 6 p.m eastern we're all going to be there and we invite all of our patrons to join us on zoom for the official after party Oh, it's one of my favorite, favorite parts of the after party. That's like my newest favorite thing. But I want to go ahead and give a huge shout out to our gorgeous tier on um, our Patreon. Now you can go in through there. There's so many amazing tiers on whatever level that you want to support us here at Gaw TV. But as always, top tier shout outs for our gorgeous members who are getting, who Ooh. are getting, yes, the TNA Impact Banners. Shot by none other than Miss Christy Hemi herself. Yes. On Rouge, if you will. Well, yes. I should say Lee South actually shot it, right? It was yes. just her inspirato. Her vision. Yes. Vision. Yes. Love there, it. There's, uh, there's Mickey, and here's uh, Val is, here's me, and Val is, I can't oh. see, it's so bright. The future's so, uh, wait, wait, uh, where's uh, Val? She's wrinkled. I got me. It's on the other side. Other side, other side, other side. Damn. There yeah. she is. Whoop, there she is. Whoop, there she is. Let's hope I look semi the same. That was a friggin' while ago, y'all. <laughs> so funny. Little filters, gotta love them. Yeah. <laughs> but don't forget, not only on YouTube, you can listen to our podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Gawcast. That's and right. thank you to Ella J for transferring all of our show to Godcast podcast form. And you get the full episode and you get the full episode on YouTube, um, our whole video on our Patreons. And they usually get it a day before. Am I correct on that, you guys? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Another bonus of Patreon is you get the full episode. This is about a half hour. You get the full, usually about an hour long version, unfiltered of this show, which is a bonus. Plus you get the episodes a day before the public gets to see it. A little sneak peek. A little sneak peek. A little sneak peek, if you will. We love a good sneak peek. We do. A little social peek. A little social peek. <laughs> we love a social peek, but ladies, we have no time for that because we are wearing our finery. I'm not, I, I don't know why I stopped about here. That's weird. Okay, finery. <laughs> or... 
a very special guest. As Mickey is illustrating here, we are celebrating the wonderful month of Pride all month long with our favorite LGBTQ plus alumni. And this guest is someone that I kept teasing on social media because I personally am a huge fan and I had no idea that this gorgeous queen actually knew wrestling. Thanks to DS Shin for the introduction. Our guest today, can I compose myself? Do I, do I look okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> our guest today is Drag Race season nine alumni and one of the most glamorous queens to enter the workroom. She's a YouTube sensation. She's a wig aficionado. And ladies and gentlemen, she is an international sex symbol, James Mansfield. Welcome to God TV. Yes. Oh my, God. my gosh, she's a rock. Oh, hello. Oh my God. You look amazing. You look beautiful. Thank you. Ah, I don't feel worthy. I do. Not. I don't either. We were yes. all going, do we look okay? Like, are we, you know, we're, we get all nervous. We know you're going to be so good. I was the one that was nervous. I saw it was like a bedroom, like sleepover theme, and all I had was an apron. Perfect. I threw everything out. Ah. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Well, you said we're so honored to have you here. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're so excited. We've been fangirling. It's just, it's just amazing to have you here. So thank you well, so much. The feeling is mutual. Oh my gosh. All three of you gals. Uh, you go, we go way back. You don't know it yet, but get ready because I'm gonna be asking y'all some questions too. Oh, oh my god. Oh, okay. Well, one of our favorite things, like we, we really like to kick off the show with, I don't know if you if you know, is who are you wearing and what are you drinking? So okay. if you have a star, my dear, we would love for you to go first. Sure, um, I'm wearing the dress underneath is by moi. I made it. The apron I bought off Etsy, I don't remember the girl's name, but I think she's like some little religious woman in like Kentucky. So she probably don't want to know that I'm wearing it, but I'm wearing it. Cheers <laughs> to her. I love it. Oh my gosh. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What do I have for a drink? I have Malibu Caribbean rum mixed with mango monster. Oh, oh she came to play. Oh, that looks <laughs> that is Oh moment. my God. <laughs> she came to play. Lisa. We need I a name. We need to name that drink after you. I'll be honest with you. Ooh. Right? The Mad Mansfield or Manic Mansfield. There it is. Done. Ooh, there you go. There you go. Oh my God. And I, I, can I go next? Because yes. I think we're kind of matching here. <laughs> Honestly, look at the leopard. Cause I'm a cougar. Arr, leopard, arr. <laughs> leopard, leopard, excuse me, leopard. Yes. But I got these glasses. These are Betsy Johnson's. I get a lot of compliments on those. So I broke mine um, in Orlando at the WrestleCon. And so I ordered a whole bunch of, off of all the websites. So expensive. I got these, the, the original ones, at Ross for $7. I ordered them for $45. They're so cute. But I'm, yeah, but I'm wearing this. You know, I got, I like the high turtlenecks because it hides the turkey neck. And I'm wearing these earrings, you guys. Um, they're rhinos. And I did a bowling alley celebrity tournament. Um, and Rhino was there. And it was to help the rhinos, uh, you know, like for the extinction. And so, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that cute? And I bought it because every time I see rhino, now I wear my rhino uh, earrings. Uh, yeah, when I'm drinking, just just wine. How do I pronounce that? Oh, that's Coppola, Francis Ford Coppola's wine. Wow. Costco. Really? Costco. Yeah, yeah. You must be yeah, struggling yeah. a bit. <laughs> you love no glass, Lisa. Just the bottle. <laughs> yeah. 
It's double fisting. It's double fisting. <laughs> 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 my nose. Oopsie. Classy. Nikki, you I'm got classy broad. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You guys are so glamorous. I'm wearing this. It's like K.Jen, my stylist, Joaquin, Arisa's Fashions. He, he sent this to me. It's a whole pantsuit. I think I've worn it. It's a big oh, yeah. I'm vertically challenged. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, so everything is too long on me, but it's super cute. It's super sheer. Where did I wear it's this? In Miami. Yes, we did it. Uh, yeah, you wore it in Miami. California, that's where I wore it, I think. California, mm. LA. Yeah. Oh, and I'm drinking a little um, that's what yeah. Tito's, Tito's and um, a Fresca, if you will. That's what I got. Oh. Fresca. We love Fresca here. You're on the kick of the Fresca. Uh -huh. I, I too I have a little cocktail. It is a very melted because in England, it's not a lot of air conditioning. So I'm dying over here trying to look glam, do my best. A uh, little vodka soda with some uh, little squash, which is like crystal light. I believe this is the berry sangria flavor. I'm rocking some nasty gal. I thought I thought of you, James. Obviously, you'll know I'm a huge okay. fan. I thought, okay, so old Hollywood, like I need to wear something from the era, kind of in that vein. And I've got little matching pearl slides, which are very on trend right now for those taking score at home. <laughs> Beautiful. That's it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. I Beautiful. love that shot too. I, I, do, I do too. And I actually put extra contour since we had Massage Wrestler, you know, about all, about all the con contour you can't even tell. I put so much on. I went to the bank and they're like, where are you going? And I'm like, oh, I put extra makeup on because I evidently, I don't do it right. We need a tutorial from you too. Yes. <laughs> Your yeah, DS the shadows are working. That's the whole purpose of it. Yeah, it looks great. A yeah. Little, yeah? Yeah, it looks great. Oh, yay. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning, you guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you're a big fan of wrestling. And um, what made you um, get... The, the passion to be to go into drag like you had a great career what made you and, and what age I'm curious what age you started well um when I started doing drag I have to say it probably was about like 22 it's very very late but like a lot of things I obsess over stuff and drag just happened to become one of those things in my teen years I just started obsessing over it, and I want to learn everything about it from the history and everything women's wrestling was the same thing for me that was my first obsession before drag I was learning all about Moolah and all like the great women's wrestlers that came before like Mildred Burke and all those real, real, real old names. And I was obsessed with what they called the golden era, which was Lisa, Mickey, Trish, Jazz, all those great girls that were like putting on like two to three minute matches, but just making it so explosive and so action packed. I, I was obsessed. I was in, I was in it from the get go. <laughs> No. And like Greg just happened to come along after, you know, that era, a lot of you girls left. And I was just like, well, I think I'm going to move on to something else because I was a teenager. So that just kind of happens. Your interest changes, but I've come back to it now. Yeah. yeah. You look beautiful. Oh my God. Gorgeous. I know. I can't stop staring. I mean, don't I, mean, I can't me. either. I well. can't either. That's why I'm like, do I have a, can I just, can I just stare at you all night long? Because I'm like, we're like, we have questions to ask, but we're like, <laughs> Can You're so beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> I have questions too, so let's let's get Yay. ready. Well, it's, it's, it's real for me because being a kid who just loved wrestling too, and then I got to be in it in, in my own ways, and then loving drag for so many years, like it's just so cool to hear that you like it as well. So it's my two worlds colliding, which is very cool. But my question is, so obviously I'm a huge fan, but your season, which is season nine, was in my opinion, no tea, no shade, the strongest season ever. 
with, in my opinion, the strongest queens, such as Sasha Velour, Shea Coulee, Trinity the Tuck, Valentina, Peppermint. To me, it's truly like a who's who of drag. So how much has drag race impacted your career thus far? It changed my life, honestly. Like you girls could attest to this being signed like huge wrestling promotions. Like the second you go from like an independent circuit to doing a big major thing, your life changes. Yeah. Like your booking fee changes, everything changes. And for me, I was very, very new. Like I was a baby queen when I got on. So I had to learn on the job. Like I got sent home first, but immediately like you have to figure out how to do things as they come to you. Like they say, can you do a woman show? Sure. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> just yeah. make yeah. it happen. <laughs> right. 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 That's pretty cool. Oh my God. I, it's a blast. Like, it changed my life, honestly. Like, I cannot be bitter about anything. I'm so happy with what I've been given. Yeah. 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 Opportunity. You have to take opportunity. Yeah. And I think that you've, you've taken that opportunity and you've, like, just continued to inspire and do all different kinds of things to really help the community. I just think it's amazing. Um, I, so. obviously, I was a musician. I'm a huge lady gaga fan and i know that she was the first celebrity judge right in your space and so i go like i just love her so much and then obviously marilyn monroe is my per like permanent icon as far as women and empowerment and all these things and obviously jane mansfield for you but who are other like some other people who like truly truly inspired you along the um, way you think along the way well i hate to be a nerd but i always loved women's wrestlers like that was like my goddesses before i like got really really older and gay and it like started exploring you know old movies and stuff like that like i worshiped at the altars of trish stratus victoria jazz like these strong powerful girls who were telling these amazing stories and yeah. like from that that's like just obsessing over and you wanted to consume everything so i started watching like okay so women's wrestling back when i was watching it was it was rough. You had to you had to, die, you had to die through some dark stuff in order to find the wrestling. But if you look knew where to look, you could find it. Mm -hmm. I had to watch like WEW and things like that just to like see small drums. Wow. I can't believe you're such a fan. I mean, DS, thank thank you, DS. But like since yes. that you were a wrestling fan, and then I've heard that you've managed someone. Yeah, um, what's his name? DJ ah. oh, Summers. DJ yes. Summers, yes. Chicago, in Chicago. And you actually, bumps? you took bumps too? I, I took a bump on my butt, yeah. What? <laughs> Is that like, money maker? Oh, <laughs> that's amazing, amazing. Bump where you're the most padded. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? It's good advice. Right? It's good advice. No, the yeah. fact that you compared, and it was actually very poignant, that you compared the independent circuit to then getting into a big company like Drag Race, because you do smaller shows, and then you go to what we sometimes call the dance, and it's this big deal and it changes your life. That's amazing. And it's like, I'm so impressed about like you knowing about like, did you watch Lipstick and Dynamite? Yes. Because you mentioned all these old timers and I'm like, she must have li watched Lipstick and Dynamite. Like, oh. it's like, that's where the history started. Not only that, I watched the shoot interviews with the wrestlers that were in it talking about doing the documentary. I was that big of a nerd. <laughs> I had no idea. That's amazing. Very nerds rule. And everyone talking about the experience. Yeah. 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 We all are nerds, especially in the wrestling business, I think. Especially I think nerds so too. wrestling. Yeah. yeah. I can't help it. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a self proclaimed um, geek. But um, what is this Twitter war about with Lacey Evans? What happened with that? I'm so dying to know. Dying. She's such a dweeb. My gosh. She got her feelings hurt because I just. 
I gave a suggestion that maybe you should be doing the vintage thing, do a roller set to your hair. That's all I said. And she just bit my head oh. off of her head. She said I, I wasn't trying to like shoot on her or anything, but you know, when you when you test with fire, you know, it just comes back at you and she couldn't take the heat. I don't think yeah. she could. And let me tell you, I'm going to say this in the nicest, most, I'm trying to think of my mom's voice. And if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. But this is God TV where we, you know, spill the tea. Uh, I think the issue is, um, first of all, not everyone has manners. So be nice on Twitter. What the hell? Um, <laughs> secondly, I think when someone like I, not nearly as polished as you, but I love vintage. I love old Hollywood. I, I mean, it's, I really respect how much time it takes and how polished and the history you have to know. So I'm sorry, but when someone does a half-assed job, you need to be clocked just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're on, we're on social media. And it's not a personal thing. I'm sure, James, you agree. It's just like, hey, girl, you're going to do this. Do it right. Right. And you know, Isabel, you don't mix eras. Don't mix 30s with 50s. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> James, listen to James. It does not work that way, nor should it. Nor yeah. should it. By any yeah. And social media, if you can't take the heat, or you can get off social media because you're gonna the fans are gonna let you know everything you do wrong or what their opinion is. And you gotta have a thick skin, you know. So my goodness. For sure. I'm shocked. I, I I really enjoyed Lacey though. Like we talked a little bit after the facts. Like I, she, I knew she was fully just in on it, but yeah. <laughs> we were going back and forth as long as she would let it. And she even tried to pitch it to TV and it didn't happen. But could you imagine? Oh, well, that's cool. That would have been, really been awesome. I will be honest. I really have a lot of time for Lacey too. Like she, she's so sassy. And I think a lot of people don't know how to take her. You know what I mean? Like but I re I got a lot of time for her. I mean, I get her. She's a mom. She's badass, and she. I like what, the, and I love that vintage pinup kind of the whole thing. But yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at you about the rollers. Who doesn't love a good set of rollers? You know, right? You know, Lacey, I know you had some questions for kidding. us. So before we like, get yeah, down, yeah. <laughs> As we all take a sip, we'll encourage. Sip. Well, let's do a cheers. Let's do a cheers. Welcome yes. to our show. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. Really yeah. Incredible. It's incredible to have you. Yeah. Yeah. We're honored. Very honored. You're right. You're right. Babe alert. Yeah. Babe. Babe alert. Yeah, we were thrilled that you would agree. Because the thing is, like, um, you know, I'm such a drag race fan, and we were thinking, okay, so who do we know that we could, you know, celebrate Pride Month with? And then DS Shin was like, I know James Mansfield. We're like, what? And then yeah. when yeah. I heard you, I had no idea you're a wrestling fan. And now it's so cool to talk to you and realize that it's not just like, oh, she knows a few wrestlers, like you seriously are in on it and you have studied it and you still enjoy it. What are you watching these days, by the way, as far as wrestling? Like, what are you enjoying? Let's see, as far as women's wrestling goes or wrestling in general, I was watching NXT for a spell. I really, really tried to watch AEW, but as far as it goes, I watch NXT, I watch a lot of WWE and a few indie wrestling shows here and there. Like I try and pop in the shimmer whenever I get a chance to. It's just, I'm never around when it's on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. God bless you for having the time to watch it. I know. Yeah. I try. I really try. I know. I know. Oh my God! I can't it's stop so staring. I'm like, I'm like, I'm speechless because I can't stop looking at you. And I'm like, I, can you catch? Like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're so gorgeous. Oh my God! Beautiful. Your ways. Yeah. Beautiful. Like for me, it's like there's so much wrestling now. Just like for drag queens, there's so much drag race things now. Like I can't keep up with anything. <laughs> I know. I know. Speaking of women's wrestling, I don't know if you know, but there's an all-female pay-per-view coming, and I would love, love, love. You are cordially invited 
I will roll out the red carpet, whatever, you know, I would love for you to Perfect. come. It's going to be in St. Louis on August 28th. Okay, we'll send you right. the, I'll send you the deets. I feel like if James is comfortable anywhere, it would be on a red carpet. I'm picturing you with your first stole and all of that. Yeah. I have to ask quickly, you you just mentioned that you uh, made the dress that you're wearing. And I know that you, you deal a lot, like on your YouTube channel, you deal a lot with wigs and makeovers, things like that. How much of what you, what makes James is you, or I mean, wigs and makeup and clothes, is that all you? Um, for the most part, yes, because I'm, I'm not rich, so I have to make everything. So <laughs> I had to teach myself how to do everything. Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like it just, it adds a little bit more of a flair when you've had a personal touch to it. Yeah. It just sort of resonates more with people, I feel, at least. Yeah. No, I love that so much. And I appreciate that coming from the, the thing of like grassroots and having to do it yourself and going with the resources, you know. Because when I first started in wrestling, same, like I just kind of, made my own stuff. It started with workout gear that kind of looked like wrestling gear that I, you know, sports bra, sports short, that then turned and morphed as I made more money and could afford it better gear or decent gear. Yeah. That was kind of nowhere near by the time you get to the gear gear that you're wearing on television. You're like, Oh, this is, this is night and day from, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, but I yeah. think that the ability to be able to sew your own, I wish I could. Me My too. abilities are not, like I can hem maybe on a good day. <laughs> I, I can tape it with a double right. stick tape, that's all. <laughs> I was getting my clothes from stripper clothes, like stripper stores, because I Me couldn't too. afford it either. Yeah. yeah, so I was like going, oh, okay, that looks hot. Is it gonna rise up if I take a bump? Like. You have to glue yourself in with the, the remember the top stick that we used to for toupees? I used to put that on my thing, on my, my boobs, so it would stick on my boobs. Oh, oh God. Yeah. God. The scars because you would get the where the tape would come off and you would have the from the, the self-tanner. Yeah. And the self-tanner, you would self-tan so it would peel off the, the two layers of skin. Y'all right. are so glamorous. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Outside. We're, we're, we're bitches on a budget. Bitches on a budget. <laughs> Not to clock you or anyone, Victoria, but I remember very much so when I was shopping for drag outfits, I saw that cover up that Candace was wearing that the white, like that witch robe at a stripper store in Milwaukee. <laughs> you did? And she's from Milwaukee. Oh my God. <laughs> she's from Milwaukee. I'm sure she got it there. Oh my God. That's I live for a stripper store and I live for a stripper yeah. heel. Like they, it's funny because now everyone's coming out with these, oh, these loose side heels. I'm like, girl, that's a stripper heel. Like, let's just call it what it is. It might be lower nowadays, but like they're very on trend and it's clear. And it's like, well, yeah, it's a stripper heel. They're just back yeah. in style. They yeah. match everything. Clear heels match everything. I know. Yeah. Can I ask yeah. a controversial question that I can't wait to hear the answer to? So we're talking about gear and, and your fabulous aesthetic as James Mansfield. Um, do you have a best and worst dress list of professional wrestling, ladies? Ooh, uh, easy. Okay, so best easy. dress. Currently the best dress wrestler in the WWE as far as aesthetics and knowing what their look they're going for is would be Bianca Belair. I also like she makes everything, stones everything. I was going to add that, that she makes all of her own stuff. She too. does? Yes. Yeah. I know. I know. Let's see. Worst dressed. I would say the worst dressed wrestler. Oh, that's a toughie, but probably. Oh, this is a controversial answer. I might lose some fans here, but 
I oh, really don't, don't care for I don't care for Nia Jax's outfit, like the the show, the, like the side, like balconies she puts on her. I don't those. Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Oh, really, she always has pink balconies attached to her like body suits. I don't understand them. The ba- like, yeah. 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 Where are you yeah. going, girl? Where are you going yeah. to? <laughs> <laughs> you know who I love? You know who I love is Sasha Banks because her she's yeah. married to a seamstress. Ah. A seamster, a seamster. And um, he sews all of her gear. And I'm like, oh my God, her gear. Look at all the crystals she has. She must have paid a fortune. Evidently, she didn't have to. She's married to the guy that makes the outfits. Unbelievable. By the cow, by the cow. Yeah. I think it was WrestleMania. She put little um, Louis Vuitton uh, logos. And like she, you know, she is somebody who obviously puts little touches in there yeah. that that's interesting yeah there and then going back as far as like non-current wrestlers is there someone's outfits that you loved like you know from before back in the day hmm i always really really liked the way that okay it's gonna sound like such a marky thing to say but <laughs> i really like the old mickey james outfits where you wore like the mini skirts and like the ugg boots and stuff yes just throwing it together with like a girl from middle school that went insane. <laughs> a girl from middle school that went insane. <laughs> we all we all sat next to that girl in class yeah. that wore like little camis with the skirts and everything. Yeah, the she just skirt. a million, the million of those belts that were in vogue at the time. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, like clip belts and ten thousand bangles. And I'm like, it's amazing that I worked so hard to get to this. And I had wrestling boots and wrestling gear and all this stuff to get there. And then I get there to play this character and I'm in freaking Charlotte Roos skirts or yeah. uh, Charlotte Before you got in a, like a fight at the sale rack at Charlotte Roos yeah. and shoved you into it. <laughs> I remember when you came to, as I point with my makeup brush, I remember when you came to Impact Wrestling, TNA Wrestling will always be TNA to me. Mickey, that I was like, first of all, I was like, wow, I didn't know you had a Southern accent. I don't know why I never noticed it in WWE. And I was like, did she always have a Southern accent? Holy moly. And then I remember thinking, oh my God, she's like, you actually, your aesthetic, I never knew if it was a character, if it was a you, but then I, I was really appreciative that like you, even in, um, you know, off camera and stuff, you love like the Native American stuff, the, the kind of Western vibes. And like you always, you know your style and you know your lane and it's very signature you. And I wasn't sure if that was a character, but when I was thinking, that's pretty cool. That's who she is. Are you tired a lot? Frustrated that no matter what you do, you can't seem to keep your energy levels up during the day? The problem may be how you're sleeping. There's a difference between how long you sleep for and the quality of the sleep that you're getting. If you want to increase your energy, performance, alertness, and productivity, stop reaching for the energy drinks and focus on quality REM sleep with Recovery PM. Poor quality sleep is directly linked to health problems like obesity, low testosterone levels, and high blood pressure. Worst of all, the World Health Organization has even recognized sleep deprivation as a carcinogen, meaning not getting adequate sleep can increase the risk of cancer. Did you know that 37% of people between 20 and 39 years old reported having difficulty sleeping, but only 4% of them have actually tried a sleep aid? And most over-the-counter sleep aids are just melatonin. Recovery PM is a blend of nine proven natural sleep aids and tranquilizers, including melatonin, 5-HTP, GABA, and L-tryptophan. That's the stuff in turkey that makes you, you know, turkey tired. So you know that you're going to experience deep sleep and wake up refreshed and ready to attack the day. 
If you're finding yourself hitting that midday slump and using energy drinks to perk up during the day, you're only making things worse in the long run. Upgrade to Recovery PM and you'll be amazed at how good you feel. Recovery PM is available now from LegacySups.com. And if you use code GAW, that's right, capital G, capital A, capital W, you'll get an additional 10% off your entire order. Don't sleep on your health. Well, I was, I'll tell you with a Southern accent is that I was told in OVW to lose my Southern accent that it made me sound ignorant. Um, What? Work on that and get rid of it because people don't, like, it doesn't sound, um, OVW of all places? Well, it was it was more because I'm, you know, obviously is I'm in OVW, but I'm signed as a developmental talent. I'm trying to get to television. So I'm pitching ideas and stuff like that. And one of my hindrances, one of my blockages at that point was my southern accent. So I literally had to like learn how to speak without my accent. I had to stop with the little and it still would come out every now and then, but I learned to. I learned to speak without it, like, right? So when I'm comfortable and when I'm whatever, it'll still come out. And obviously when I was able to kind of repack, because I felt like going to impact, I was able to redefine myself and do something completely different, right? And just kind of repackage. And I was able to go like, you know what? They're going to allow me to promote my music at the same time. I can do my own entrance music and I can be this character that is in alignment with who I am in real life and like really transition from that, psycho character and that just girl next door baby face character because her she was her girl country was very much the same still girl next door but just a different it was more like sweet tea instead of kool-aid yeah. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. i oh, did not know cool. this i had no clue about your southern they told you that at all yeah i'm actually very surprised and a little disappointed i'll be honest with you i don't think it would be a hindrance now I just think that no. for the vision and like what they were looking, like, I don't feel like a girl today would be held back. I, I would hope that it would be utilized and, and capitalized on, but I don't think there's anything wrong with the Southern accent. So I didn't even realize, but perhaps it makes it you- a lot thicker. And now that I don't speak with it, it just kind of comes out sometimes. Usually when it. I'm drunk or I'm hot. Like I'm- <laughs> She's like, y'all. No, I, I think it should be celebrated. That's crazy, but it's funny. We've never, even Lisa just said, we've never talked about it as long as I've known both of you. But I do remember thinking that it just remind, reminded me about the outfits that I was like, oh, she has a really Southern accent. But that makes sense that if I had seen you only in WWE, that maybe you were, even subconsciously, since you were told by whoever would tell you that, whoever had the audacity, the gall and the gumption to tell you that, uh, <laughs> oh. you know, I'm shocked by that. Wow. We learned yeah. something today. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And meanwhile, we're in Louisville, Kentucky at OBW. I know. We're, doesn't get much thicker than that. Like, we're at an office not even far away. <laughs> the Southerner. Yeah. He, he's a tad Southern. Just a tad. It's a scotch. Yes, just a little, a little scotch. scotch. Well, Jane, Lisa said a moment ago that you, she reminded us that you said you have questions for us. So, yeah. James, the gorgeous James, you have the floor. All right, now I want to know, I'll start with Mickey since she's my first line of vision right now. What is a WEW story you can tell us that can actually make the air? Like what is the most like, ugh, WEW moment you can remember? Oh God, between the dildo on a pole match or a, I mean, the list, the list is endless. But I will say one of the most laughing, like, 
the one of the things that has certainly resonated with me that I will never forget from WEW is Ty Killer Weed. Yes. Um, Ty Killer Weed. And they were, it's live because we're at like Froggy's in Delaware or something. And it's pretty late, you know, because Dan Coal would wait until God knows what time in the morning to do, you know, and some of these things would go on till two in the morning. Right. But oh, yeah, I was smart. I was like, but for whatever reason, I'm packing up my gear and I'm trying to get out of there or whatever. You know, maybe I was work. I was working riptide. I think this night, anyway, I might be getting my stories crossed. However, they're shooting a promo and the Ty Killer Weed is supposed to be coming out to do this promo or whatever. And she's literally le- like yelling from the bathroom, which you can hear because there's, it's Froggy's bar in Delaware. Like I'm taking a, oh, a, a diz, a diz. Taking a diz, oh, hold on a minute, right? Just like, and I'm like, and that's like literally airing. It's literally like, it's might, like they're in there trying to find her brother with a chair, you know, what, what was his name? Uh, (laughs) i don't know dude that was one thing i was like this is where i'm at right now (laughs) high killer weed taking a diz live for the audience you know i love it that's really where i'm at right now yeah my how we have evolved yeah he said they used to sell at best buy for like ten dollars and they usually had the same matches printed on both sides and lied and said you got two shows. Right. But I saw your match again. I think it was Riptide. And it was at like the, the ECW arena. So that's how like I first remember reading of you. And I remember the face being so familiar when you debuted in WWE. So that's oh. why I was like, it all came together. Like, well, look how far she's come. I know. I know. And I will say like on that show, I was very like, I'm like, I pay me as soon as I walk in the door. I'm leaving. <laughs> Put me on first. So I can drive on because I'm not sticking around for this show and I'm only doing wrestling matches. If you bring baby oil near me, a dildo near me, anything freaking nuts near me, I will walk out the door with my money and that's it. I I I did not know ever. I I genuinely did not know until years later that when people watched the pay-per-view that it was spliced in with like, let's say adult content. I genuinely had no idea. I was never told, honestly. So that, I'm not familiar with it. I'm going to be completely honest, but I would have asked for my pay, taking the baby oil and the dildo and say, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, Val, you say, that. you say that because they reworked a lot of that content. So how they shot it at those shows and then they went back and that's kind of the one I was so thankful. I was fortunate enough to leave that space because as you're making it or whatever, it was like they paid well. That was the thing is that he they paid for me very well. Really? Pay per view so, and it's you know it's, you know exposure and it was cool. But then there was they take they took all that footage and then repackaged it and added all this other yes. very disgusting shit in there. So then it's like now people go back and watch it. And yes, it was bad when we were shooting it, but it got way worse while they yeah. used that footage and after. So you always have to be careful. This is what I say. You always have to be careful what you sign off on. And we do this at a younger hungry us that we that comes on back to bite us in the ass sometimes. Yeah. yeah. We knew it was exposure. We didn't know it was that kind of exposure. Exposure. <laughs> I as a viewer feel like I was more assaulted by the adult content that was spliced in. I was just there for the women's wrestling. I didn't ask for all of that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh God. That was the craziest thing. Like <laughs> nurtured the women's wrestling, they would have really had something there. I know. Right. Yeah. Like you had so many good girls go through there. Yeah. For sure. Jazz was there for crying out loud. I mean, that's the kind of caliber of women they had at one point. Right. Jazz? Yeah. 
I managed her. Wow. It started, I think it started in a real, like it was only peppered with some of the bullshit. It started that and then it went way south and that's where it went because that's where the girls, because girls like us were going like, uh, no, this, all right, now you're going, it's going, you know. And then when they just, started having girls called like Navajo, I was like, something's not right here. Yeah. G.I. Ho. Oh my God. It was not very 2021. No, it was not. Oh my God. Wow. I'm learning every episode we do. I learned something new about you guys. Oh my God. <laughs> it's fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. So Lisa, I actually have a question for you. Okay. How do you live yourself knowing that you split up Eddie Guerrero and China? <laughs> Whoa. Could I just say, um, when we were in that shower and we had to go, ooh, uh, wait, not, I was going to say Chavos. Um, me, wait, yo quiero, wait. What did we say? What was the line? Uh, Shiza, Eddie Guerrero, like with Frosty, the other Godfather Ho, right? That was my intro. I, how did I not know about WEW when I was a Godfather Ho, for God's sakes? But I marked out big time when China was supposedly beating me up back behind the door. And I'm like, that was the only time I got to work with her. So I was like, of course, I thought it was going to lead into an angle with her and I was like, oh my God, this is this is fascinating, right? And then of course what happens, but um, I, you have to do what you gotta do. You know, that was my foot in the door. Of course I didn't tell my parents that, hey, I'm gonna, what's a godfather, what's a, what's a hoe? We don't know what that means. And I go, oh, it's a party girl. It means you get the, you get the crowd hyped up. That's what I told them. They didn't know what a hoe was. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, but it was exciting. It was such an easy gig to come in and get the fans, like and go picketing outside and get the fans all riled up. And then my bright idea, I want to wrestle. Hey, Godfather, put me through a table. And then it took me off TV and then I came back. What's this bumping thing? And then I'm hurting now. <laughs> but it was exciting. What it was so fun. And I um, told you, the hose, the hose, I mean, I know it sounds funny, but like the hose and like cat, like I know that they're like, oh, you know, it's, it's terribly on PC, whatever. And I get that. But like when I was, you know, 11 or 12 I was like I loved that's probably why I like drag I loved like the the hot pink pleather outfits and like the really blonde crazy hair and like the sexy girls and like I and the bikinis I loved that and that's what made yeah. me a fan and I don't apologize for that yeah you you're a big fan of the photo shoots yeah I love all that too or with a sunny stable, sorry. no I'm sorry <laughs> I was just affirming what she was saying oh absolutely like I have dogged out the cat in a couple of different wrestling programs, which I apologize for because looking back at it now, because as a male, I can't really speak on what women do. Like they had agency in what they were doing and that whole sexiness that they had to do, like that's what they were given to do. And you have to look at it this way. Like they sort of did open doors for wrestling to come through because we had to get eyeballs on the women in order for wrestling to actually come through. Because right. that's what we had after a lunch of blaze and everyone was taken off TV. Like they had to basically bring in something. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that like there were some wrestlers that managed to like kick down some doors, like Ivory, Jacqueline, all these other girls that put up with it because they knew down the line there would be some wrestling someday. Yeah. So yeah. 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 I gotta like like we have to go back. Like, I want to send you guys a picture because Ivory came to the show. She goes, Oh, I changed my ring gear, guys. And she had a butt cleavage. There was this little circle on her tights back here that showed, instead of showing this cleavage, I'm going to show my butt cleavage. So yeah. she had a hole up here. 
um, it was so distracting because I couldn't stop staring at it. But we got to show that, like, like I got to show you a picture of that. It was just hilarious. But we didn't have, like, you know, my, of course, my mom was there, like, did you really have to show that much skin? And, like, my God, what the hell? Like, what are you wearing? And I'm like, this is all I know. This is what, like, I think this is sexy. I don't know. Like, we're learning as we go. You know what I mean? And then you feel, you find your niche of what your outfit is going to be later on, right? You don't know what you're like, I got to find myself. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, this character, you know? So, but yeah, but I was a big fan of like all the costume changes. That's why I went broke, freaking spending it on too much, too many, too many gear. <laughs> Lisa, you were not going to afford it, weren't you? Pardon? You were a fitness model before wrestling too, though, weren't you? I was a fitness competitor. I never got paid for modeling or anything like that. Um, my modeling is when I got into the, like the muscle mags and like, the fitness, um, muscular development um, as a competitor, but you do those photo shoots for free for exposure. Mm -hmm. So I was never a model. Yeah, I was never a model. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 They do that word in every industry I've noticed. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exposure. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It'll get you exposure. Okay. Here I am. Meanwhile, I just spent $300 on these bikinis to shoot for your magazine for free. And now I'm broke. Right? <laughs> oh, life. Wrestling. Yay! <laughs> but you had a lot of fun. Oh, I, no, no. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Honestly. Yeah. 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 Oh. Val, I can ask you something. I know you had a brief stint in the indie circuit because I remember those old wrestling websites where like you could look at all the girls' profiles and you'd see like the manager section. There was so how about. And I remember you a little bit, you were assistant commissioner to Francine, I believe, yeah. in WEW. <laughs> and I believe y'all had a stipulation where if she won, you had to kiss her feet. Did you actually do it? First of all, just for the record, James Mansfield just said so Caldon, I'm gonna die. That's <laughs> I almost just died. I'm like, what? Is this real life? Is this real life? Um, thank you for that. No, I, you know what? I was thinking when she said WEW, I was literally 17. And like, to think about it. Like Mickey said, you know, it's all these things. But like I, my my biggest part was, yeah, pay-per-view exposure. I was really young. And I get to work with Francine, who I like bought VHS tapes on eBay to study. And I thought she was amazing. Huge Shane Douglas fan. Oh, my God. Love Shane, Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas, yeah. one of my favorites of all Don't time. One yeah, of my favorite acts of all oh time. God, yeah. right. So when I got to work with her, I was like, oh my God, I'll do whatever. So, well, when you say you'll do whatever in WEW, that's probably a bad But to be, I was her lackey. And it was so funny. So I remember distinctly, there was, a, we were just talking about this on Twitter, um, synchronicity. She, she had, a, I would carry her bags and she'd come in and she would act all annoyed. And, you know, and I'm like, you know, ma'am, can I carry your bags? And what do you need? Do you like a donut? Well, how do you take your coffee? And acting all crazy fangirl, kind of like I am now with you. And so she, there's a, there's a skit, which I thought was really funny that I, we had to cross a street and in uh, wherever we were, Philadelphia or whatever, we filmed it where I had to physically stop traffic so she could walk through. So they set me out in the middle of the street with, you know, with her bag, like, stop, she's coming through. And all these funny <laughs> kids, but yeah, but I found it really hilarious. I love like a big, silly character. So that to me was funny. And to answer your question, yes, unfortunately, my first match ever, I lost and had to kiss her feet. A lot of foot fans ask me about this on like a weekly basis. And like, do you remember? I was, like, I was knocked out. Oh, I Sorry, I need to bring that into the conversation. <laughs> oh, I 
love all the funny <laughs> That's hilarious. I that's that. so funny. Yeah. These foot fetishes would go freaking crazy right now. I know. Yeah, they're, all, they're all Googling it right now as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rated very high on foot DVDs. They're out there. Good Lord. Yeah. Don't bother you yeah. about it. Yeah. I'm actually going to Google it after we get off this because oh, I have not oh seen God. that. <laughs> Terrible. So, Terrible. like, I was just talking, like, I was boxing you guys, and it's like, um, Jessica ODB said she got an offer for $4,000, uh, a picture of her foot. And I go, hey, pass my name along. I'll send four grand. You can have a picture of my feet. I'm sorry. I haven't got a pedicure since this pandemic, but oh I could not believe it. I could just Google a picture. Who's going to know? Yeah, <laughs> take a picture of your boyfriend's feet. James, you get odd requests like that? Like feet? Yeah. Feet? I'm sure you do. Unfortunately, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> We all do. I'm like, I don't even bother to go into my DMs sometimes because I'm just like, well, oh I God, don't. what's in there? And the filtered That's ones. Fine. It's usually just guys that want to wear my wigs and wear my costumes. Really? So. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's not too bad. Such I don't think. Hard worse. No. If you want to wear it again, they'll stretch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I made this for you my body. Will you, will you wear it first and then let me wear it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get that. People buy because you know we. we I, I I'm not sure if Mickey does, but Lisa and I and a lot of girls in wrestling we sell like gear or bikinis or whatever. Which to the average person is just like so, the thing is, people. What, what happens to me is that like they realize that we that I do that, but I, they don't realize that a lot of people in wrestling do that signed gear or something. So that seems very strange to them that I do it, but I'm like I have to sort of defend myself, which I shouldn't. That we all do it, but I have to say there was a gentleman if he's watching, hello. Uh, that I did a cigar ad in this random denim miniskirt and he bought it, purchased it very nicely, was a very nice person uh, to deal with, uh, you know, and then he sent a picture of him wearing it. Wow. That's awesome. Can you, did you have it? And oh, are we not, we have to ask no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I gotta see this. <laughs> he didn't look bad and I, I'm all for, I'm like, hey, get your kicks. I said, listen, and people that buy shoes and things, I'm like, you know, we have a lot of people that send us, uh, you know, do, do, do you like this outfit on me? I am so obviously for that. And I'm like, you know, if it makes you feel good, not hurt anybody, you go. Yeah. Go for it. It's all empowering until you get the ad devastation that it looked better in the skirt than you did. Yeah, <laughs> and he did. He rocked it. I he would filled be... it out. Yeah. The only thing I crossed the line there, I was like, hey, um, I bought your gear. Can you actually put it on before sending it to me? And I'm like, absolutely not. I washed it. I go, no, you're not. I'm not putting on the gear and then sending it to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. No, thanks. Sorry. I washed it. Yes. Oh my God. Isn't that odd? So odd. Not to us odd. You know, I, yeah. I know we don't want to take up all of your time and we're just so, so. Oh great. yeah. Yeah. To have you here. But I know like when you exited, you know, on your exit, you, you said, be kind. That was like a really powerful. Oh yeah. Thing. And I think that, especially as, as we're, we're in pride month, I think bullying and cyberbullying is such, we see it all the time. And like, I'm sure it's affected yourself and friends around you and stuff. But, um, how do you personally like use your, I think you use your platform in such an amazing way to lift, lift people up and kind of inspire them. So how do you deal with like bullying or do you just ignore it and block it and just keep blessing them? Or, or how do you, sorry, I know it's a huge question. I'm just like, Oh, no, it's fine. Um, honestly, for me, what I do is I got a very tough skin because, you know, I went home first. I, I knew all the jokes. That was the first thing. Like, you know exactly what I was going to say. It's the same four jokes. So just hear them and it won't hurt you anymore. And as far as everything goes, like I do comedy, but a big part about my comedy is that I don't punch down in anyone. 
And right. that's very, very important. Like if they, uh, somebody's living a rougher life than me, I don't think that's funny. I should right. be able to find confidence somewhere else that I can make people laugh with. So that's just a big part of the way I conduct myself is just don't punch down at people. Don't make fun of people that are lesser than you. And honestly, if there are, just keep going at you. Honey, that block and mute button is free. My favorite. I love it. I love it. No, I don't even respond to them. I just hit block. They don't even see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, wanna, you, mean you don't want to give them the satisfaction of promotion, do you? If you kind of, I always say this, like if you keep acknowledging them, that's what they want. So don't They're, give them yeah. the satisfaction. That's, that's what want. Thirsty for it. Like not yeah. like uh, validation or just attention. Yeah. 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 You don't yeah. people like that in your life, in your real life. So why would you no. want to like deal with it virtually? So no. you don't know. And you know, Absolutely. we do our research and we, um, obviously we follow you anyway, but we, we did our research and I was going through your timeline thinking you handle yourself so well, so professionally and, and humor is always there, but it's never, like you said, punching people down. So kudos to how polished you are yes. inside and outside. Yeah. A real queen. A real yes. queen. Yes. I want to cheers it. to that. We have a couple more questions. Yeah. Let's <laughs> cheers to that. Yeah. Okay. We're just going to end on a really fun, silly note. We're going to, Lisa's like, come on, get in there, wine. We're going to end on a silly note. Uh, we have some rapid fire questions for you. They're just silly. They're fun. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Miss James Mansfield, what is your favorite movie ever? Um, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill by Russ Mine. Oh, see, she's quick. Oh. What is your What is your guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasure. Um, <sighs> Mango Monsters. It's horrible for you, but I can't put them down. <laughs> is it Is it carbonated or is it flat? Juice. It's juice. Yeah. Oh, I like those ones. I I can't do the bubbles either, like Val. I can't do it either. Just, I'm okay. getting off topic, but do you did you find that it kind of helps you pep up for like a performance? Um, I'm addicted to caffeine either way, but it just gives me that nice little huh that I need whenever I have to be on camera. That nice little what? That nice little huh that punches the face. <laughs> Ready? No, Good. Love it. Okay, who is your celebrity crush? Ooh, celebrity crush. Um, it changes so frequently as far as celebrity celebrities go. It would be, um, oh, who's really attractive? Who's really attractive? All of them. I'll go with wrestling. That's easier. Um, I really love Finn Balor, even though he's married now, so I can't. It's, it's over. Uh-huh. <laughs> what a quitter. I think he's handsome, too. Yeah. I think he's handsome. Very. Pre- I would say pretty. Pretty handsome. Like, he's very yeah. handsome. Although, yeah, yeah. I've been doing lifts and, like, repeat on my phone this whole time on Instagram <laughs> timeline, so... <laughs> I love it. Your favorite pizza toppings? Oh, um, pepperoni jalapenos. Yeah, pepperoni jalapenos. You did say, I almost made this a question, which is funny, because then I saw it on your Twitter that you said pineapple does belong on pizza. Do you confirm this? Yes, I do confirm that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't love that deep dish? Uh, that's the vodka talking okay (laughs) who other than yourself is the best drag queen of all time and why best drag queen of all time hmm i'm gonna say the very pageantic girl answer because i want to keep on working of course it's rupaul she's the best drag queen there's ever been hire me (laughs) yeah (laughs) where would you go to on your dream vacation 
Ooh, um, I'm actually trying to plan a vacation to Mexico right now. I always wanted to go. Ooh. Like something beachy that like where there's water too. I already live in the desert, but I want water as well. Like Monterey or was Monterey by the by the water? Yeah. Close I enough. I felt like it was like and you moved to Vegas, right? You're in Vegas now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I want okay, to yeah, it's Cabo desert. Cabo is insane. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, last question describe your perfect date hmm a man that could you know sit up with you and you know you like have such a good passionate time together till one in the morning and then he turns into a pizza <laughs> that is the best answer I've ever heard in my life actually they asked good. me this question like last week and I was like, I don't, I'm so boring. I was like, there's pasta and alcohol involved. I, I was thrown. I didn't know what to say. That was the best <laughs> answer I've ever heard. My goodness. Yeah. Well, James, we have loved having you on the show. You're welcome back anytime. And we mean that, but we want to get your closing statements and we want to know where we can find you on social media and what you have coming up. Oh, absolutely. Well, you can always find me on YouTube at James Mantle. It's the only thing I care about because it pays on my bill. And yeah. Just stay tuned if you like hairstyling or any kind of random nonsense they throw at you. It's on my YouTube channel. We love James with a Y. James with a Y. Yes. We want to say <laughs> a final cheers to you. Thank you so much for being here. That's amazing. Thank you, ladies. Oh my gosh, it's a blast. Yeah, please come back. You're, you're gonna find if you if you haven't seen it, we're gonna put the YouTube, your YouTube in our description here. So make sure that you go over there and like that and comment and everything over there too. So yes, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Well, on behalf Fighting. of the beautiful James Mansfield and the ladies of God TV, please like this video, subscribe to us and to James here on YouTube. Click that bell icon to enable notifications, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Cheers. If you liked this episode of Grown Ass Women, you can also find Gaw TV on YouTube to see the full show in video format. And if you'd like to be a member of Team Gaw, you can support us by joining patreon.com slash TV. Our members get special perks like early access to episodes, autographed merchandise, exclusive photo shoots, live video chats with us, and more. For official Gaw TV merchandise, social media links, and more info, go to gawtv.com. And don't forget to subscribe and follow the Gawcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for tuning into the Gawcast, and we will see you next week.